Block Party is a tech culture podcast. We do tech for the people. We cover topics ranging from cryptocurrencies, blockchain, augmented reality, artificial intelligence, and more. Our guests include entrepreneurs, creatives, and influencers. Block Party takes a unique view of tech through the lens of the people living it. Block Party is tech culture. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining us on today's episode of Block Party. Today, Ennis and I are joined by Ochi and X89, the two founders behind Saints and Demons, a new NFT project built on Avalanche with a very unique structure to ensure the longevity of the project. Ochi is also a developer on the Arbitrum project, I'm Starving. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us on today's program. How are you both doing today? Hey, doing yeah, well. doing good. Yeah, thanks for having us on here. This is a super interesting opportunity. Yeah, we'd love to spread the news. Thank you for joining us. And I know I know the project right now is uh, very much low-key, but it's it's starting to ramp up on your side. But even before we dig into the specifics of the project, uh, for the listeners, can you give us a little more about the information on how you both got started here in Web3 and how did you both meet before you even started on this project? Yeah, so I guess I can uh, go first on that. So I started in Web3, honestly, on Twitter. Uh, I was like following this popular Thorchain poster and he was just uh, tweeting out saying he's looking for some people to join his DAO and I just uh, DM'd him on a whim. Um, you know, I told him I'm a developer, I'm like learning about crypto and he just said, builders always welcome. And that was it, you know, I just began like contributing. I was like building our web app and sharing alpha in the discord and all that while I've just been like learning technologies and I've uh, been like working on new ideas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my my how I got into all this stuff is a little different. I actually back when I was in college in like 2016, my roommate and I we had like found somewhere online that like you could download an Ethereum miner onto your computer and like just basically make free money for just running it. Mm-hmm. So like we had spent a couple of days trying to like set that up and we got it running and then we kind of after like a week realized like oh like we're making like 25 cents a day like this isn't really worth it so we shut it down and then like two or three years went by and i like hadn't really touched crypto at all and then one of my other buddies who's also one of the, one of the founders in the project shay had reached out to me um just about some investment opportunities to like ethereum and some other chains that he thought was going to go super big in the next year and from that point i'd kind of like started doing all the research getting back invested uh, which at, I guess at that point was really the first time I was doing a deep dive into everything. And since then, I've just been kind of watching from the sidelines and then eventually dipping in as a community manager on several projects. And I guess over time, over a few years um, from him and the OX Ventures community, uh, gotten into contact with Ochi and now we have this project up and running. That's awesome. That's that's really, really amazing because I also have a similar start here in uh, Web3. I came from a fintech perspective, but even before that, I was heavily invested around the 2015, 2014 era, right before uh, Ethereum really kicked off. Um, 
and it's just interesting to see how um over the last seven seven eight years the whole entire industry has changed and brought people to the next stage of their own careers here in web3 um now that now that we've basically come here to this point um you guys are now currently developing saints and demons and you guys have been building up to this point uh what did the process look like forming saints and demons and can you tell us a little bit more about why this project yeah sure so um as x mentioned shay's the other partner in our collective uh so he just mentioned the idea um of like having a collection and then you would use the funds like um you raised raised from minting out to like bootstrap a portfolio of nodes mm -hmm. and um i just thought that was a really interesting use case i am like uh, super interested by all of the um different use cases that are cropping up for nfts and that just sounded like something totally new and i hadn't even heard of any other project doing that before so i just like started doing a proposal for it um i shared it with shay and little did i know he was actually doing the exact same thing with x so they were um, making a proposal uh you know themselves and i just said if you guys need a developer and you're like serious about uh working on this project then i'm here for it and then they brought me on board yeah to talk a little bit about that from from my side shay and i had been in conversations about how all these node projects that are being released seem like super awesome opportunities but that there was a bit of a barrier uh to to kind of start generating your own nodes and like if you didn't have and this is for some projects not necessarily all of them you needed to have like five thousand, ten thousand dollars to be able mm -hmm. to acquire a node for yourself, and so we were looking. Also, at the same time, that NFT projects are pretty much just, or at least the major big ones, are just pieces of art, and that the next step is adding some real like use case um, beyond just holding a picture, and then that picture appreciating in value. So we wanted to add, find a way to add utility, and we also had this problem that we wanted to solve of bringing the opportunity to run nodes to people who might not necessarily have the startup capital to, to get into the major projects. And so we figured out oh, we can add, we can offer and sell an NFT that gives you access to all, everything that's great about the node ecosystem without having to have that major startup capital. So as Ochi said, we, we worked it out, found him as a developer, and now here we are. Yeah, amazing stuff, guys. And, and I think that's actually really interesting and a great tangent point for us right here because I was thinking about something similar in in, in the scope of observing the passive income uh, aspect of Web3 that we have available for us now. And you're right, there is a very high barrier to entry for your average mm -hmm. investor to actually participate in something like nodes and being able to run their own nodes. And that brings us to how Saints and Demons basically got formed. Uh, is it Right for me to understand or basically form it as Saints and Demons can be seen kind of a node portfolio investment fund? <clears throat> yeah, I would, I would say exactly. That's, that's the goal that we wanted to have, and that's the one we're really seeing into reality. Um, I think an, an, another big benefit of like, the project that we're doing that kind of provides utility that a, an individual might not be able to, to have is that we'll be in, investing into several, like, Pretty much as many quality node projects as we can find, which like diversifies the, the portfolio pretty significantly. So 
like compared to to an individual where you pick two projects, maybe three that you can invest in, then then all of your eggs are are riding on those projects, not crashing and burning. And mm-hmm. so by having this whole portfolio basket, which is essentially just just a fund, you're you're kind of hedging against the failures and the the other projects sticking to their timelines and making sure they're fulfilling all their promises. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I I think that's really really uh I think that's really good framework from my perspective because that's a uh that's something that I feel like I said before it allows people to uh hedge their bet against uh any particular overinvestment in any particular project. Um when it when it comes to the project. So I understand now that there are 7,777 NFT assets that will be available for Mint. Um, can I ask, uh, obviously, because um, there are different chains, there are different places, Arbitrum, Ethereum, Solana. Uh, why'd you guys go with uh, Avalanche for this particular project? Yeah, so uh, Avalanche, I think, is the perfect network for this because uh, there's a really strong presence of like these node-as-a-service projects here. So we've got like Thor... There's a project X nodes, um, and there is like a a big. I'm seeing like more and more of these node as a service projects being released here like every week. So it just really seemed like the place to to launch this project. And you know, I think we hope that we can educate some of these people who are node enthusiasts about NFTs, because um, you know they they're interested in the passive income. But maybe they just think NFTs are profile pictures and stuff. And, you know, we we're actually uh, hope to show them like a, a cool use case of, of NFTs. Absolutely. Yeah. I think uh, additionally also, so when, when we were deciding, we were looking at Ethereum, just, just as that's where most of the major NFT projects are located as an alternative to Avalanche. Uh, but when you, when you kind of get into the nitty gritty of like how like our project works, like the amount of transactions that are going on uh, from like each node's weekly payout that mm-hmm. we would need to manage the like benefits of Avalanche where, where it's significantly cheaper on the gas fees, which which for Ethereum might change in the next year as they move over to proof of stake. But at least currently we figured the speed that Avalanche as a network provides is really, really good, really strong. And the the gas fees are also really cheap. So to our users and also to our back end, everything that's going on, uh, it's just it's just going to be cheaper for us, faster for us, and yeah, yeah and that means that we've got more to give away. I, I was thinking about nodes as a service earlier today, and I was just wondering about your guys' general opinion for nodes as a service. Obviously, for people who may not be particularly um, aware of what nodes as a service is, um, it's basically uh, allowing people to. Uh, basically help process transactions that are happening across the uh entire protocol um why why are you guys so fascinated with nodes as a service uh collectively uh in the world of web3 i mean i think for me it's the ability to generate some passive income you know you can basically put your money into a node and it's gonna uh help decentralize the network and it's gonna uh, secure the network and you get paid to just uh, participate in in this system uh, so it seems like a good place to put your money um you know you're gonna see some good returns and um that's what we're, that's what we're trying to look for i think yeah i would completely agree with that 
I, I think uh, I, I would I would say the same thing personally from my side, just because I always feel like there's such a big focus on um, obviously just trading art in NFT land or trading any particular cryptocurrency. I feel like the general consumer of Web3 who might be outside of the ecosystem right now may not um, recognize that there are so many different and diverse ways for people to make uh, either a career or make financial opportunities here in Web3. Oh, Chris, yeah, what's I just up? want to make a point, too, about the passive income. When you have passive income coming in from, a, from something like a node, you're, you're able to tolerate more risk for things like trading NFTs and pieces of art because you're not worried about liquidity. So there's instances where you'll be more likely to hold projects or just deal with things differently because you know that at the end of the day, you have staking revenue that you could put into the market and reallocate based on what your risk tolerance might be at the time. Yeah, no, that's an, that's an absolutely a, a poignant point. I think that um, a lot of people tend to forget about um, that. This is not just like a, a one-stop flip. This is more of a, a ongoing financial opportunity for people to be able to uh, experience. And I like the fact that saints and demons mm -hmm. is not only just uh, not only an art collection because uh, while it is an NFT art collection, is also having that utility that provides back to the uh, to the holders. And how important is that to you guys? Because uh, Saints and Demons is built on this uh, node diverse uh, this node portfolio idea, but it's also giving back in the t in the forms of giveaways to uh, the community. How important was that for you guys to achieve? Well, that's that's completely vital. So something that that. I don't think we've really made that clear um, through through like our announcements or or on our website or anything, is that if we could just provide each week instead of a giveaway like a like a dividend to each holder, like that would be best case scenario. But like if you look at like the fee prices and everything to pay out seven thousand seven hundred and seventy seven people each week, we would get eaten alive by fees. So the way we looked at or and the way we implemented. Uh, basically paying out our the investors into this fund is through smaller amounts of payments over a, like a longer timeline and so like like when we say giveaways like yeah like 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 we're i guess being altruistic giving away money but really it's it's when it comes down to it it's just the payout of investing in a fund and like it's it's as simple as that so it's really core and without the giveaways like we like what would we be doing yeah. Absolutely. Like I, I think our our ethos here is to give the benefits where uh, the fact that we're able to give away these this much money like every week to our holders is is really important and yeah we just hope that um, our community uh, appreciates that and you know that they're there for the ride with us. I I believe that you guys have a strong enough community and enough backing to be able to make this uh, possible. Uh, there are a couple of questions that I had about uh, Saints and Demons, and I, probably some of our listeners might have as well. Uh, I understand that, like I said before, 7,777 NFT assets are available. And obviously for the greater NFT community as a whole, rarity is such an important part of the secondary selling market. But is that rarity factor important to how funds are going to be distributed and allocated to the holders? Uh, so to be frank, I think we we are still discussing this um, amongst ourselves. Maybe and maybe I can just share a little bit 
of the insight into how I'm thinking about this. Uh, so, you know, the, our focus was to bring the benefits of running a node to our holders. And we were thinking, you know, every uh, saint or demon should have an equal chance to win the giveaway. But, you know, on the other hand, if some of the, uh, the rarer traits give you a better chance to win the giveaway, then we can create like real demand for the collection. You know, that means like more, that means, sorry, a higher trading volume. Uh, more money from royalties and that right this is more money that's going to go into our node portfolio so in turn that is going to give us more money to give away to our community and to our holders so you know it's something we're we're discussing we don't want to leave like any stone unturned if it's going to make um the collection better and give more value to our holders so no that 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 makes that makes a, a lot of sense and Obviously, I know you have to weigh the pros and cons of every single uh, choice that you guys make. Um, from an internal perspective, um, how is development going so far on the Saints and Demons project um, in terms of uh, deployment, in terms of reaching those milestones that you have internally? Yeah, development is great. So uh, it's just me. I'm uh, building the contracts. The contract's already written, uh, unit tested, deployed on testnet. Um, at the moment, we are uh well i'm working on the the web app so we can like display the giveaway winners and then we'll also have some like governance and um you know the ability to like vote on proposals within the community um and also like the direction of um of the dao awesome and um i i actually have another question because thinking about uh this as a whole as a as a like i said before like a node portfolio investment fund um I know that there's going to be voting when it comes to the DAO and it's going to become um, more important for the community to make these kind of decisions with how the structure of Saints and Demons is going to be formed moving forward. But hypothetically speaking, let's say um, one particular node project doesn't pan out or negatively affects the overall performance of the portfolio that you guys have uh, invested in. How responsive will you guys be on your side towards addressing this investment, or will it have to be deliberated with the greater community as a whole? Yeah, so that's that's a super interesting and, and quite frankly, very important question. So part of what, what we're baking into our structure is that, or, or so for, for the people listening, the revenue that our nodes generate, we will be taking a, a percentage of that, and that's going to go to the giveaways, and then there's going to be another percentage that is reinvested into... The, into node projects or whatever we're doing at the time. And that's going to happen kind of at the end of the weeks. And what we're looking to set up, and we might put this up to a community vote before we finalize everything, but tentatively right now, we're looking at setting four-week time horizons, so just about one month, mm -hmm. and having all of our holders vote on what we want to do for the, the month coming ahead. So we would maybe originally do this through our discord and eventually do it through through the DAO governance tokens uh we would allow anyone ourselves or members holders of the the nft to uh basically present an idea and say hey like this project that just came out or this project that's already existed looks great what do you guys think should we invest in it for the next four weeks and then everyone would vote on it and then we would have a timeline and a roadmap set for four weeks as to how we were going to invest and so a four-week time horizon, I don't know, some people might consider that short, long, and so that's why we want to put up for a vote how often we'll, we'll set these time horizons. But if we're three weeks into 
into one of these months where we're, we're doing investments and suddenly a project goes south. When the next vote comes up, we would be able to react and kind of move in another direction and, and really just, just keep the portfolio strong, moving in the right direction and, and all that stuff. Amazing. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a a very good food for thought for people who are getting into Saints and Demons and for the greater community as a whole, because that um like, for example, something that happens like Wonderland, where uh, unfortunately there were there was information that wasn't presented to people who were investors into that project. And obviously it's not a node project, but just a project mm-hmm. in general. Um, And, oh, and you yeah. end up with that that kind of situation where like the breach of trust in the entire project ultimately led to the downfall of that project. So the fact that you guys as a, as a collective are so focused on involving the community as a whole into this voting process, I think is uh, very admirable from my side anyway. And I think a yeah, lot of people I, would see it. What I like I to, to kind of, and now I'm, I'm starting to think of ourselves like less as founders and like we're the ones behind the scenes, like running everything, but really we're just facilitating the community to move in the direction that they want to and all that that good stuff yeah ultimately we have the community's best interest in mind and we will always try and protect that and follow through with their wishes yeah that that delivery is 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 super important i i appreciate the 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 way that you guys frame yourselves in the greater tapestry of how saints and demons is going to play out uh why'd you guys go with uh saints and demons by the way like i was i was just kind of interested like what spawned the idea behind that uh so when we were when we were coming up with what we wanted for our artwork we we had somebody had maybe it was shay actually i'm not sure if you remember but somebody had presented the idea of having like kind of like a duality to the collection and -hmm. we thought that was like a super interesting uh idea so like the duality being like oh like we have saints which are like i don't know like a like a super like good figure and then having the demons which are like like the, the the contrast evil we we thought that'd be fun, be cool, interesting, all that stuff. It really wasn't that deep. Fair. <laughs> yeah. Not not. I, sometimes the most uh, simplest ideas are the most effective ones. I I think I I personally like that duality anyway. It provides a good contrast, and as a holder, it makes me either want uh, the saints more and more the demons, and we'll really see how it plays out in the greater secondary market. Which which way the wind is blowing? Yeah, I'm quite interested to see how that plays out as well. Um... In my mind, I, I sort of see some like tribalism happening within the community. So I, I'm really interested to see what will happen there. And, and obviously, I, I guess for, for the community and the greater part as a whole of that secondary market, we're going to really see if uh, the, the community of Web3 is chaotic good or chaotic evil. Or lawful good. Uh, well, what do you think? Which one do you yeah. think they will lean towards? Uh, I mean... I don't know, Ennis, like, what, what do you think? Because, like, I personally think I, I'm, I'm an optimist. I'd like to believe that we're all here. We're all a bunch of saints. You know, we're, we're a bunch of good, good boys and good girls out here, you know? <laughs> no, nah, I was just going to say that we're a bunch of demons. So it might, just go to the, <laughs> it might go to the real chaotic end, you know? Everybody's just going to be on demon time. You know, Lord knows where stuff's going to go. See, that's exactly what we're not really going after, but that's that's like the fun conversation stuff. That's, that's the suspense right there. Like, who's yeah. gonna do what? Mm. I and, and I think that's I I that like I said that duality that duality is really gonna paint a great character for the entire project as a whole. And I think that's something that um a, a lot of NFT projects kind of lack. That that uh, while they're all based on characters, there there's no real character to the to the community, and not really uh representative of those kind of you know those 
fun conversations that could be had about this. And I, I just like that kind of idea about the saints and the demons, chaotic, chaotic evil and lawful good. It, it's, it really paints a, an interesting picture that I think people will enjoy having for a very long time. I wanted to ask you guys a question because uh, obviously I feel like the the word blue chip gets thrown around a lot. And I obviously not everything can be a blue chip, but there are some really good values that could be had in trying to achieve that blue chip ideal. So for Saints and Demons and for the project as a whole, uh, how do you see the development of Saints and Demons six to 12 months uh, after you guys have obviously launched? And what do you see uh, Saints and Demons forming hopefully in the future? Yeah, so so for us, what I see as as being success, and I guess, I, tell me if I'm wrong, but I think success is what marks a project as like kind of achieving that blue chip status. And for us, I think that's that's really just going to be consistency. Mm-hmm. And like our timeline is to really get the like node node projects and the investments up and running and then just consistently doing giveaways for six months a year indefinitely really and if we can like achieve that and people see that we are doing exactly what we said that like that's that's really to me what i would see as success and and kind of move into that blue chip status like a thing that i've seen with a whole bunch of other nft projects and and really just all like crypto projects is that they'll set ambitious timelines and say like a year from now we want to release a play to earn game we're going to have a derivative asset that that gets created that's going to have all this value and then like you get to the six month mark on their projects where they said they were going to hit whatever like objective and they haven't achieved that and that's kind of what what takes them away from from i guess getting to that blue chip status and so for our project by kind of keeping it relatively simple and just being this investment fund where where people get in and it stays like that and we're just sticking to to our weekly goals uh of of just fulfilling giveaways and i I think that's really what's gonna define our success uh whereas other other projects could run into pitfalls not hitting their timelines so by keeping it simple i I would agree with that what you're saying it's like we're not out here trying to promise a couple dozen things on our roadmap and then it's like do they are they delivered or aren't they you know, we're just trying to uh, make the giveaway for our holders like as efficient and as lucrative as we can, and we'll keep building out that process until we get there. Uh, we'll, we'll automate as much as we can, and uh, you know, all the while we're compounding um, our our revenues, so we're able to give away more and more money. And you know, over six twelve months, that, that we could just be looking at giving away a, a huge amounts, which I really hope we get there. I hope some. And one is out there winning six figures from our giveaway every week. Yeah, wow. That I'm I'm envisioning that like twelve months down down the line when when I and I hope hopefully we're having this conversation in the future once you guys are such a big success and you guys don't forget the little guys. Um, that <laughs> that that the the people who really buy into Saints and Demons are really seeing these amazing uh, success stories from the project and not just for you guys but for the greater community as a whole. Oh, I hope so. I really do. As well as like, sorry to cut you off, Chris, but creating that value and returning it back to the community is such a big thing because that's really what pioneering this industry is about and creating value and bringing positivity to other people's lives so that everybody can chase a mutual goal under the same umbrella. You know what I'm saying? 
for real yeah, like if we can change people's lives through through this project while we're having fun doing it that that's just beautiful in my mind seriously um and obviously we're coming towards the end of this program right here but before we go um how how can we how can we as a community follow saints and demons how can we follow you guys and where can we hear you guys speak on more about the project as a whole so I guess firstly I'll just say go check out our Twitter Saints Demons NFT. Uh, my Twitter is Ochi one three three seven. X, what you want to plug your Twitter? Um, honestly, at this point I'm not on Twitter as much as I probably should be. I would say um, you'd, you'd find me tweeting through the the Saints and Demons official one. Uh, once we open our Discord publicly, I'll I'll be in there a whole bunch. Uh, maybe, I, maybe I, this is my call. I need to, I need to get on Twitter. You do, <laughs> bro. More. You do. Uh, but follow me for sure. Um, and uh, and the Saints and Demons Twitter. We will be opening up uh, our Discord. So we're just doing um like limited invites at the moment. But we will invite more and more people over time. Um, so just follow our Twitter and just look. We'll be sending out codes to get in. Absolutely, I. Uh absolutely everybody who's listening uh make sure you keep your notifications on tune in to saints and demons follow ochi um and just uh if if i may ask i know there's probably not a solid timeline for this but um when when do you plan on opening the discord for the greater community as a whole i think within the next couple of weeks um you know we are working on some collabs with like some uh, marketplaces on avax and some other bigger projects and so we want to be able to like give away some og spots for uh, those sort of giveaways so we are just keeping it limited at the moment but i think yeah in the next month certainly awesome thanks guys thank you so much both of you for being on today's program and and it's thank you for joining me on this uh this episode as well um of course thank I'm you. Glad. it was a pleasure i'm and glad we were all able to be together here today awesome. yeah i want to say thanks for having us this is an awesome conversation and everybody, you guys. we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.